Hello and welcome to At First Glance, a podcast where we take a look at movies, television, comic books, anime, and let you know if it's worth a second. And I'm your host, Jeremy McKinley, and today we are talking about season one of Superman and Lois. So, Superman and Lois is the new show to fly straight out of the Arrowverse, with Tyler Hecklin reprising his role as the Man of Steel, and uh, Elizabeth Tulloch also reprising her role as quite possibly the most famous fictional reporter of all time. In this show, we find the DC power couple has now turned into a power family of four, with the addition of the twin sons, Jordan and Jonathan Kent. In the pilot, we see the family move back to Smallville to see if a bit of small-town life can bring a disconnected family closer together. To start things off, Hecklin is great as Clark Kent and Superman. He brings a reserved charm that harkens back to the Dean Cain days of the 90s, effortlessly reminding us that the strongest being on Earth is also just a farmer's kid from Kansas. There's a joy and positive aura that, that just radiates off the guy, which is exactly what a beacon of hope should be. Tulik is also great as Lois, who really does carry the show with her husband. Uh, the show does a great job of letting her shine as the great reporter we all know her to be, a supportive wife as well as a mother. They occasionally will dip her into damsel in distress, but she doesn't really get into trouble all that much in terms of getting over her head, which, you know, has been a trope of the Lois Lane to begin with. In fact, I think Lois Lane is one of the top ten most saved damsels of all time. They definitely try to lean away from that and have her uh, be more of a help and uh, get stuff done. You know, she's, she's, she's definitely a firecracker. She, uh, she speaks up when she feels she needs to, and sometimes it causes problems, but that's true to the character. And what really sets this show apart from all of the Superman shows and superhero shows in general is the family angle. Seeing Lois and Clark tackle parenting on top of everything else is such a refreshing thing to see for such a Superman fan such as I. Uh, Not since the days of Friday Night Lights have I watched a TV couple slash parent and seen ideals to aspire to. And those ideals... And those ideals, along with the show's wholesome core, is uh, what really makes this show great, in, uh, in my humble opinion. We have Jordan Alessis and Alex Garfin playing the Kent Sons, and they do, for the most part, a good job. Uh, it's not really their fault that their storylines tend to trail more into high school soap opera, but the show never really gets that too deep into it. I definitely uh, have a bigger soft spot for the character of Jonathan Kent, as he's the son that uh, doesn't inherit his father's power. So we kind of, they kind of play this fun thing in the show, or interesting angle where you have the extroverted son, Jonathan, who's like, you know, star, you know, star quarterback of the football team. And you got the more introverted uh, son, Jordan, who gets the powers, actually. So they kind of end up switching in terms of uh, feeling like one is the golden boy and one is the one that, that kind of wants to be a wallflower. And then they kind of switch in a way, but not in a way that you think, and it, it actually works pretty well, and these, they really do feel like brothers, they fight, but they never really let uh, a, a misunderstanding drag on for so long that it just feels like they're just uh, trying to pad things out with miscommunication or just characters just being unbelievably immature, so I really appreciated that. It also helps that Clark really wants to spend time with his kids in the show, so... It deals with him trying to 
it deals with him showing up when they're bullied and him learning how learning to give them space as a father but still being protective of them uh, which I really enjoy, and he also kind of joins the football team as an assistant to kind of be close to him, and it's just, it's, it's good to see, like, you know, like, his father-son dynamics and see Clark be just a dad that loves being a dad, which I think is, uh, it's great. When this show is dealing with family stuff is where it really just truly shines, uh, and those moments shine so bright that I even teared up on multiple occasions. I don't want to spoil, uh, what occasions. I even cried in the pilot of the show. The show really digs into the idea of trying to find the good in people, even when they make it understandably difficult. And that's not to say that the superhero stuff is in any way bad, because you know when it comes to a TV show, uh, dealing with Superman-like action is definitely just something that you think a TV budget can't really do real justice to. But uh, the visual effects and action set pieces are some of the best to come out of the Arrowverse period. Uh, the cinematography is on another level for CW and definitely takes notes from the Snyder films in that regard, as well as in the action. There's a shot of Clark lifting a tractor into the air that feels like a shot straight out of Kingdom Come, very Alex Ross-esque. It gave the visual scope of the show a sense of grandness and awe that I feel was sorely lacking, even from the best of the Arrowverse. Uh, the general story for the first season takes another play out of the Snyder Handbook when it uh, deals with the plot of bringing Krypton back to its former glory and isolation being the catalyst for Superman maybe turning against mankind. But it also does some different stuff with it. The villain in question, Mr. Morgan Edge, starts off as this Lex Luthor-type business tycoon that I found uh, a bit generic at first, but when they revealed what the character was really about, uh, I was actually pretty on board with it. Side characters go from good to okay, the, the good being uh, General Lane, uh, Lois Lane's dad, who in the comics has always kind of butted heads with Superman, but uh, with the introduction of Superman's kids, the general is very much more of a loving grandfather. Like He's still that, he's still that hard-ass general that, uh, you know, that you need to be to be a general, but he's definitely learning to balance that and be a, a, a good family man as much as he can. And he definitely grows throughout the show. And this is probably the most I've ever liked the character General Lane, honestly. And as far as other good characters, uh, there's a character, uh, a certain man in a metal suit. I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't watched the show. But uh, they start off with it, you thinking it's he's one character and ends up being another character. And it, I'm happy they went that way because it was... It felt like they were kind of doing a race bending thing with uh, with a famous character, but no, they stuck it. Uh, they stuck it, and I think uh, they probably gave that character more to do than I think he's ever been done way back during the Return of Superman uh, comic book series. The OK side characters are probably just I probably just throw the Lang family in there. Uh, they're not bad. They're just uh, they're they're just kind of like we'd rather get back to the Kent family or to whatever Morgan Edge is doing or to what General Lane is doing because that's just the more interesting stuff. But I get that the show needed to have a normal family of Smallville to focus on so that, you know, we didn't just, we didn't just come back to the small town only to still focus on the, um, you know, I guess the not so uh, super family. 
or a super family in general. So, but I feel like it, it kind of goes into g generic territory and it's not bad. It's just definitely the least engaging part of the show. But all in all, this was a very good first season and it does a great job of making Superman cool without taking away his wholesome vibe because it's definitely, for some reason, it's just, it's hard to be wholesome and cool at the same time. And uh, Superman's wholesomeness is kind of what makes him awesome to me. Yeah, I always loved well-written Boy Scout characters because they're always they're always way harder to write than the edgy, you know, Batman spawn type characters that have a tragic past. He's just this good, you know, good-hearted character that just wants to do good and didn't need any kind of tragic backstory to just want to do good. And that's that definitely takes some finesse and it definitely takes uh, the right hands to make that kind of character work. Superman is such a character and the writers, I think, handled him quite well. Uh, the show is a brisk 15 episodes, which is about a good 7 to 9 episodes shorter than your typical CW season, which makes the storytelling much tighter. So I really appreciated that because I kind of just fell off of watching The Flash and Arrow and all those things because I just, I just couldn't stick with watching, you know, 22 to 24 you know, episode seasons of multiple shows when, you know, you have tighter seasons of shows that are better written and are better visual quality these days. As of right now, I feel they're off to a great start and I'm going to give season one of Superman and Lois an 8.5 out of 10. Thank you for joining me for At First Glance. You can find us on the Podbean as well as on the iTunes podcast app. And until next time, thank you for joining me.